1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's Friday with Frank. I'm very excited for this one, Dr. Frank, because we're going to chat about customer service. And I just had a negative customer experience today. So welcome back to the show, Dr. Frank.
2: Hey, Paul. It's good to be back. I'm excited about talking about customer service, too, because when you view customer service in a different way than most people do who are business owners, you actually end up improving your business better than your competition so good. And it's really, as we're going to tie it all together, it's a way to do marketing is by just wowing your customers. Well, yeah, that's a big part of it because customer service is really marketing and we'll get into that. Yeah. And and repeat
1: customers and much more. How much do you think I paid for this haircut, Dr. Frank?
2: Well, it's really (laughs) hard to tell. Um, Perhaps um, you, you got it for free. By the way that it looks, <laughs> not yet. No. <laughs> How much do you think I paid? Well, I I'm gonna put some facts together that I know. You said you were going to the barber today, and uh, it sounded like the way you were talking about it. It was kind of an upscale place, and so I would say you probably paid twenty bucks. Okay. Does that sound right? it <laughs> should i
1: not what i paid what would you pay 72 bucks all right so here's the deal <laughs> <laughs> you need to go back and get your money back oh no here's what happened my buddy PayJack's coming in town and we're going to record a, a training session so, okay so i'm going to be on camera and and all of that and uh My regular barber, Sean, you you can't just get in on the day of, you got to, this guy's best of our, our, our County. So you have to sign up for him days in advance to get on the schedule. So I go to this other barber shop and you can get a haircut online. So, um, they had a opening today at three o'clock. So it said, uh, $55 and it's a a double thing. You get a haircut and you get a hot shave. And I'm thinking well, you didn't get a shave. No. They didn't do, they didn't do no hot shave. You got a beard. Yeah, I know. So, so, uh, I paid the 55 bucks and then there's a book, a $3 booking fee. And then it asked how much you want to tip them. So I was like, I need to be looking fresh for many reasons. Right. Okay, okay. We got to look our best. Yeah. So I give her a 25% tip. And then what I, my mistake was, it says, do you want to pay now? Or do you want to pay later? I should have just paid when I was there, but I paid in advance. So it checked out 72 bucks. So I, that's why I told you when you called, you're like, Hey, what time are we going to record? I was like, well, I'm going to be here for 45 minutes and I ended up leaving. It was 3:22. She just snipped a cup little bit on my head. I said, I want skin tight on the side. She didn't skin tight it and she didn't put product in at the end or anything like my, my boy Sean does. And, um, no hot, no <laughs> hot towel, no hot shave, no nothing. I mean, my beard is the same length as it was this morning.
2: It is, it is re- absolutely ridiculous. Could you talk to the manager and tell him that you felt like you didn't get your money's worth? I didn't get close to my money's worth.
1: It, it's absolutely ridiculous. You can go to family hair for
2: 12 bucks and get better than this. Well, here's what I recommend you do, Paul. I think you need to uh, buy off uh, the internet a floby and get your hair cut with a flobe. Do you know what a floby is? No. A <laughs> floppy. is a device they used to sell on uh, TV info commercials about 30 years ago. Okay. And it's a device you hook up to your vacuum cleaner <laughs> with a hose, and, it's, and it, um, it's got at the end of it some clippers that suck the air up into the clippers when you turn on the vacuum cleaner. And you just roll it across the top of your head, and it sucks the hair up into it, and it cuts it. Oh, Wow. Well, I got I ain't got much left, so I got I got a <laughs> and that's that doesn't cost anything after you spend thirty five bucks buying a Floby, then you're good forever. Yeah. Well, I, anyway, I was I was so upset. I was like,
1: I, I've never paid seventy two bucks for a haircut, and it, it just it was painful for me to even think about that. It was just like I'm down to the eleventh hour because everything kind of closes down here in a few hours. I'm picking up Payjack in the morning, and you know I'm not going on his time. I'm not going to go get a haircut. And uh, it, it was it was probably the worst haircut I've ever got in my life, the experience, and yet it, it was the most I ever paid. So it was, it was very frustrating.
2: Okay, well, let's get back to <laughs> what we're going to talk about, which is uh, customer service. Here's my question to you, Paul, and your audience today. What would it be like if everyone in your company, from the top down to the bottom, acted as if their paycheck depended on how well they treated the customer. That's good. Well, now, um, the truth is, your, their paycheck does depend on how they treat the customer. Mm-hmm. And that's how they, they should be trained. The truth is, everybody's compensation in your company depends on how well that customer is treated. And this is true because a key pillar In your business profitability depends on customer service that you provide at every level, meaning at any contact that you have with that customer. Your company has through you as the owner or through your employees, that is customer service, and that is really what a marketing event is, because it will shape how that customer perceives your company. That's really good. So that's, that's what we're going to talk about. Because uh, great customer service, Paul, as you know, uh, is going to foster uh, repeat sales. Uh, you continue to do the service. You continue to sell what products you sell them like the, for the yard. And, and therefore, um, it's going to sustain your profitability. But when, you, when you're selling to an existing customer, either service or a product, it's the least cost. Effect. It's the least cost to to for that sale is selling to an existing customer, and by having really good customer service, you're going to grease the wheel, so to speak, for more repeat sales and and service, and so your cost per sale will will go down. So uh, really, long term effect. Is that it will um, keep the cash flowing in your business, and um, it's the cheapest way to get those sales. Is is the repeat sales, and and that is uh, going to be through the c- exceptional customer service.
1: Yeah, and I think in lawn lawn care landscaping, an example would be mulch is something that a customer is going to need annually, every single year. Core aeration is things that are going to be done annually. Uh, seasonal flowers or something that for upscale clients, they're going to want those um, twice a year. And so if you knock it out of the park with good customer service, like you're saying, Dr. Frank, then it's going to be easy to just say, Hey, we're going to do a um, mulch installation starting next week. Do you want us to put your property on the route? We're going to be doing a correlation in May. Do you want us to add your property to the route and those already existing customers? You're, you're just upselling them those uh, services that's
2: easier money than going out and getting new customers. That's right. And uh, th- that's exactly the point. But the way you want to look at your customer service as a business owner is that it's really smart marketing. And we're going to get into the details on that. Because uh, like we said just a moment ago, any kind of contact that you have with the customer is is a marketing event. It's it's an opportunity to communicate something about your company that hopefully is relevant and valuable to the listener. Mm-hmm. And that could be not just your advertising, which is clearly a marketing event. If you're paying many money for advertising, whether it's flyers or, or um, ads in, in the local paper or, or whatever, uh, that marketing event th- through customer service could be a phone call, a phone conversation on the phone. They call up your company and they talk to you. Or um, any kind of an email interaction mm-hmm. where perhaps they email your company and it's, a, it's an opportunity to respond, that's another type of contact or <laughs> personal contact. You talk about that all the time, Paul, where you were mowing the yard and some of the neighbors come by and you start chatting with them mm-hmm. informally, mm-hmm. Uh, spont- in a spontaneous way. Uh, that's a marketing event, and any kind of kind of communication that you would have with the customer or anyone who represents your customer mm-hmm. talking with, with one of your cust, I mean, who represents your company is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to your customer is, is customer service. And so, uh, that's the, that is the opportunity to somehow, some way showcase something important about your company mm-hmm. to that person. And so, um, Really, when it gets down to it, sales is all about relationship. Anybody who does sales, it's, it's always about relationship where you're trying to build relationship with the person you're selling to or want to continue to sell to. And that is built on trust. Mm-hmm. And so customer service, anytime you communicate with your customer in any fashion, is really... The opportunity to showcase your company's good aspects by building relationship and building trust with them.
1: Yeah, and in my example with this haircut, Frank, I'm so livid about this thing. I don't trust those folks at all. I'm, I'm never going back to that <laughs> that place. That's exactly right. You know, what I mean, I, I I had an expectation. They let me down. I don't trust them at all. I I gave them my money ahead of time, prepay, and and they didn't do what you know they said they were going to do. So. I lost trust and they lost my business. Sean, I'm calling you, man. I'm so sorry. You ever, you ever watch that Seinfeld episode where the guy took this mechanic, the car to a different mechanic? No, I didn't see that the, one. Re- the regular mechanic got real mad. I think his name is Putty, or something like that. But he was so mad. He's like, you're cheating on me, Jerry. Because Jerry took it to another mechanic. If my barber found out
2: about this, he'd, he'd probably say, get out of my chair, Paul. <laughs> yeah, So so what What is it about this thing about see we're bre- we're breaking it down into different levels, yeah, customer service, treat the customer good, uh okay, it's a marketing event mm-hmm. because it's it's a contact that they have with your with your company, but the next level of understanding is um an opportunity to build a relationship, which is always all relationships are built on trust, mm-hmm. and it's even more than that, Paul. It's also a customer service event, which is a marketing event, is all about how the company, through that interaction, makes the customer feel. That's how you build trust and relationship. And what does the customer want to feel? You need to think about this as a business owner and how you train your employees. Customers basically want to experience, with any contact with who they do business with, they want to feel good. And that means... They want to feel, at some level, acceptance, approval, and appreciation. Mm-hmm. Even if they're calling to complain, uh, they would want to feel that um, they're appreciated for the, for the feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, it, whether it's a, a positive or negative uh, response from the customer, <laughs> they should still feel that they're appreciated and accepted and some level of approval from the company. That's how they feel good. That's how they, f- they would feel to, um, to grow the relationship with that company in terms of trusting them in the future.
1: Yeah. I was laughing. I, ha- I had a story. Mrs. Wilson called me one time complaining. <laughs> that she, was well. she was a customer. She was. We pressure washed her deck and I was out in Johns Creek and uh, she, she lived over in Duluth. And so She, 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 you know, we took all the furniture chairs and everything off of her deck, um, and pressure washed it Well, I'm out in John's Creek and Joe was doing the pressure washing and I don't know what he was thinking, but he didn't put, he didn't put the stuff back. And, uh, so then miss, Mrs. Wilson, her husband had died years before. She's this little old lady and, and she comes, you know, up, it's on her second floor and she comes out and looks at her deck and all of her furniture is down on the, you know, below it on the first floor, basically. And she calls me and she was livid. She was nice, but she was mad. She's like, hey, you know, I expected you to put the furniture back. And I was like, well, I expected it too. I was like, it's not up there. And she's like, no. And, uh, and she's like, and you know what? You can just cancel my service. And uh, she fired me. And then I called Joe and he's like, oh, well, the deck was wet. I wasn't going to wait. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Like, what, what in the world? How, how you not wait? Or even just go put it up on the, anyway.
2: Yeah, cause see, here's the thing, Paul. When your employees show sensitivity and patience to your customers, mm-hmm. and make an effort to be encouraging and to provide relief, or um, make your your customers feel understood and appreciated, they will trust you, and they'll want more of your service, and they'll even many get to the point of recommending you to their friends. Yeah. So that was a missed opportunity. That was an employee who, who should have been taught a little better than that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, but let, let me uh, back up here. You might, you might be thinking,
1: okay. And, and, and by the way, Frank, on Monday, yeah. uh, next Monday, we're doing a whole episode on hiring employees.
2: Oh, wonderful. Um, With
1: Alex, uh, Kirby's hired over 100 employees, runs a million-dollar business. Wow. So stay tuned next Monday. We're actually going to talk about hiring employees.
2: Yeah, that's right. Because what's in the heart and the mind of the business owner needs to be embedded in the employees that are touching that customer on a regular basis through their interaction. But uh, what we're talking about, this touchy-feely thing, is the heart of customer service. You might think, well, you know, that's just common sense. You just got to treat the customer well and... And and yeah, I guess that makes sense to make them feel good. Uh, wh- wh- why are we making such a big deal about it? That isn't that obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you something, Paul. There's a there's a, a book that was written many decades ago by Dale Carnegie. It was called How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a classic. It's still sold today, after many decades. And there's even uh, a business that Dale Carnegie built, where they have classes and, and training sessions. Based on that book, how to win friends and influence people and, and business people, c- corporate people, uh, mm-hmm. all kinds of people, uh, attend those, those seminars over the decades. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they've interviewed people that went to those classes, mm-hmm. um, how to win friends and influence people. That's like basic, mm-hmm. you know, treat people good to be a friend. You have To have a friend, you have to be a friend, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And they ask him, what did you think about the course? And they said, it was fantastic. I'm so glad that I went. I'm so motivated now. And I see interactions with people in my business, and the family, and and this and that social situation. I see it so much differently now. And uh, I just think it's going to help me tremendously. And so they, they ask them a little further. They say, well, well, what did you learn if it was so fantastic? And they say, well, to be totally honest with you, I didn't learn anything <laughs> I didn't already know. And it was exactly what my mother taught me when I was growing up as a kid. And it was nothing more than that. But I'm so glad I went. Wow. What that means then is they, they realize something they had already knew but it, it, it raised it in importance in their life. Mm. And you can do that with your business uh, as you interact with your customers and your employees interact with your customers.
1: That's she- so good. Well, Dr. Frank, I'm going to get a sip of the Aquafina. You are, uh, and uh, we're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsors. And uh, coming up, we're going to hear more about customer service and how we can take our business to the next level. Dr. Frank in the house. More with him coming right up. Hi, this is Jason with Lake Lakeshap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this
2: off-season in February, sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase, and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com.
0: Have you heard the exciting news? Caleb and Brittany have started construction on what will be the Hardscape Academy's official headquarters for in-person training. This summer, you'll be able to go to their 8,400-square-foot facility in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and get the hands-on training you and your crew need to improve your skill set and earn more money. If you can't attend in person, they will always have their online training resources for paper installation, retaining walls, fire pits, and step installation, along with one-on-one coaching calls. All of this can be found at thehardscapeacademy.com. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, thehardscapeacademy.com is for you. And that link is in today's show notes.
1: All righty, guys, back with Dr. Frank, and you have an assessment for us, so
2: let's break this down. Okay, so now that we know that customer service should be highly regarded and emphasized in your business, um, how do you know if your customer service is good or not? Uh, well, one way is if you're getting a lot of complaints all the time, <laughs> and they're firing you and canceling your service, you know there's something not going right. But uh, let's say things are going normal. How do you know where your customer service is at and if it needs to be improved? Mm-hmm. Usually you can always improve things in your business. And, and and even just a slight improvement over time has a huge effect for profitability and even differentiating yourself significantly from your competition. They call that the slight edge where, where you just make a slight improvement here and there. And long-term, it really adds up. Uh, so a good customer service assessment is to just think about the following questions. Um, how frequently and effectively does your company communicate to your customers? And that could be through through any kind of uh, interaction. So uh, get an idea of what the frequency is. And uh, another one is... Um, is to be sure that um, that you're you're dealing with those uh, customer interactions in a timely fashion, particularly if they, they call in or they send an email that there's not a delayed response. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now uh, another a good question to think about is: Does your your company return those calls quickly and follow through on all customer requests promptly? And would your customers say that? That their concerns are thoroughly addressed. Wow, uh, they want to feel that that they're being heard mm-hmm. and they're taken seriously, mm-hmm. and and not not like the guy who, <laughs> who you said didn't put the furniture back because it was uh, wet. It on the not deck. only
1: doesn't it put it back, it's this old widow. I mean, like you're <laughs> expecting her to walk down the stairs, carry up a big old uh, furniture chair.
2: Yeah. So do you take all customer complaints seriously? And do you convey that to, and, and show that with your response that you do take it seriously? And I tried to salvage. I was like, Mrs. Wilson, you know, I was out in Johns Creek, you
1: know, Duluth traffic taking 45 minutes. I was like, I'll be there. You know, as soon as I get done with the job, she's like, oh, it's okay, honey. But, you know, just letting you know why I'm firing you. And (laughs) she was all sweet about it. And I was like, oh man. No, that was that's a real shame. I and mean, she was probably a good customer too. She was a very
2: she? good customer. Yeah, and her <laughs> nice nice yard. And so, uh, does your company have a track record of not only meeting customer expectations? That's good, meeting customer expectations, but going beyond that and exceeding customer expectations. Mm. That's when you really not only satisfy customers, but you delight them, and then they're more prone to tell their friends. And give you referrals. Uh, does your co- Does your company systematically interview existing customers just to get some feedback every now and then on on how they feel your customer service is doing? Uh, most customers, whether they like your company or not, will not shy away from um, telling you what if you really ask them in gen- in a genuine fashion. And uh, your unhappy customers only tend to provide feedback on their own w- when they vote with their feet. And, and then you just find out that they fired you and then you got to find out why. It's way better to be proactive. And on a reg- some, somewhat regular basis, just check in with them unsolicited and, and ask them, how are we doing? What could we do better? Did we do anything or did my employees do anything that was noteworthy? Because we have incentives for employees that do a good job. If they did something that was beyond the call of duty... Uh, let me know that too. Did anything like that happen? And just have that kind of a conversation with your customers from time to time. Another really important one is how well are you educating your customers with information that they are seeking? Now, that's a huge opportunity for customer service, where you're you're telling them about the lawn care or about the flower bed, or about the trees in, in, in that particular season of the year, or, or what to expect, or um, the more educated a customer is, the more likely they're willing to buy more products and services from you because they know more.
1: Yeah. We're going to do an episode probably in the next week or two, Frank, about core aerations and educate and how we can educate customers on it. Because really every customer needs that upsell right there. And uh, a lot of them just don't know. And if they actually knew how much it's going to benefit the root system of their turf. They're they're going to hire
2: you to do it, but you got to educate them. So a little commercial for an upcoming episode. Yeah, that sounds really great. And how about how well is your training program for your employees so that they can actually understand what you as the business owner defines as great customer service for your customers? And do they have an opportunity to see exceptional customer service even modeled before them? So they get an idea and picture in their head about that. And uh, I guess the last thing you might want to think about is, do you have any kind of reward system that's meaningful that will acknowledge efforts by your employees who provide that exceptional customer service that you find out about? So those are the kinds of questions you really need to be asking yourselves on a somewhat regular basis and certainly interacting with your customers along those lines as well to get their feedback.
1: Yeah. And I think the most important thing that you shared today, Frank, is that we really want to focus on our current customers and, you know, get upselling them more work because that's that's going to be a better profit margin and an easier process than going out and fishing for the next customer. But keep keeping the current customers Not just satisfied, like you said, but exceeding those
2: expectations and then having reoccurring work with them. And not only reoccurring work, but building that relationship so strong that they'll take your suggestions for buying additional services, add-on services and add-on products for the yard and uh, all the things with the chemicals and the flower beds and the plants and the trees. If they trust you more, the more you suggest, uh, the more they're likely to add on to what what they're already getting from your company. So I would say this, Paul, in conclusion, customer service is one of the few things you can do to improve improve your bottom line. But it's done in a way that gives you the biggest bang for your buck because being kind and considerate and making the customer feel appreciated and taken seriously and they feel good about that it doesn't cost anything. It's free and yet, and it's easy to do. And it could be done on a frequent basis anytime there's a contact with that customer. So uh, remember the aspects of customer service that, that matter the most cost you the least. And uh, that's just showing kindness, respect, sensitivity, and patience to your customers.
1: There you go. Well, guys, if you've been uh, blessed by Dr. Frank's um, uh, little message today about customer service, we have an entire uh, training at GreenIndustryPodcast.com that's the proven method, Dr. Frank, to really accelerate our business and and dominate our market, crush the competition. Guys, it's called the Business Building Essentials e-Training. And I really think this roadmap is going to open your eyes because as you were sharing, Dr. Frank, I'm getting all fired up. And and I was like, why didn't I know this 10 years ago when I got started? But you've studied so much of the top marketing minds over the years and and really compiled that information in a way that, guys, I'd really encourage every Green Industry Podcast listener to to go through this marketing roadmap. It, It really will help your business go to the next level. So Mr. Producer will put the link to it, in today's show notes, and it will also be available at greenindustrypodcast.com, the business building essentials. It's a powerhouse training, and I hope that uh, you'll get it today. Thanks again, Dr. Frank, for uh, stopping by. It was a pleasure, Paul. I look forward to the next time. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, guys. Smash that follow button. Take a look at today's show notes, and I hope to catch you on the next episode.